Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have another amazing guest. Before Brian shares today a little bit about his company and his self-defense podcast, I want to share with you another little story I was reading my devotions this morning and I ran over Judges 6.16 and it's talking about the story of Gideon and I want to share just shortly this story. I'm not going to read it all for you, but I want to tell you a little bit of the background of what's happening and then a little message that God spoke with me through this story. So, and I think it fits perfectly with what Brian's going to say today. So, the Lord called Gideon a mighty man of valor. And so if you don't know what's happening in this story, Israel has been having some problems with sin and idolatry, and God was allowing the Midianites to come into their country, into their land, and take some things. And they were scared, and they were worried. And Gideon saw himself as a man who was weak, who was young, who was not qualified, who was, he was an ineffective man. But God looked at him and he saw him differently. How important is it for us as individuals to look at ourselves the way that God sees us? Not the way that the world defines us, not the way that we define ourselves even, but the way that God defines us. And God saw Gideon as a mighty warrior and he called Gideon. And so we see here in chapter six, the call of Gideon. And what happens is the Lord appears and he says, you are a mighty man of valor and you're going to win this battle against the Midianites. You're going to fight this war. But you have too many fighters. You have too many warriors. And this is the crazy thing about the numbers. Gideon's army had 32,000 men. The Midianites had 135,000 men. And God said to Gideon, you still have too many men. Like, what? That's nuts. Why would God say that Gideon has too many? God's ways are completely different than ours. And then he did a test. He said, okay, everybody who is afraid, please go home. You don't have to fight this war. We will fight this battle. 22,000 warriors went home because of fear. They went home because they were afraid of what was going to happen. And as the crazy 10,000 that were left, Gideon did another test. And he said, okay, guys, drink this water. And he did the test. And whoever goes down on both knees and licks up the water with their mouth needs to go. 9,700 of these men went down on both knees and got the water, got a drink with their mouth to the ground. 300 of these men, of these 10,000, only 300 passed the test because they pulled water in their hand and they lapped it up like a dog. And if you can picture what that looks like, they took the water in their hand and they put it up to their mouth. And if you imagine that, they still had their shield on their left hand, they were still ready for an attack against the Midianites. If there was a surprise attack, they would be ready. And those are the men that continued to fight the battle. So it went from 32,000 men to 10,000 men to 300 men to fight this battle. How crazy, how wild 
300 against 135,000 men. But God was victorious through this battle. He gave Gideon the wisdom. He gave Gideon the army of 300, and they won the battle. They won. And that's so crazy. How many times have we been in fear and we have went home when God could do something miraculous in your life? I want to read you guys this verse in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That explains that story perfectly. I was reading this in Isaiah, and then I was reading in Judges, and it just fits so wonderfully. I mean, God's thoughts are so much greater than our thoughts. His ways are so much greater than our ways. I would never choose to fight a battle of 138,000 men with only 300 men. That just doesn't make any sense at all. But I know that there's been times when I have been afraid and I had to go home when I could have been a part of the Lord's army. And maybe there's times when I didn't, wasn't ready for an attack that could come and I was not prepared. But guys, I want to tell you today that we are in a battle and we always need to be prepared. We need to be aware. And this is something that Brian is going to talk about today of the importance of being aware to keep ourselves safe. And so as we get into this podcast today, be blessed. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then we'll get right into that. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to be a part of this podcast and to host Brian here today. I just pray that you speak through his words, speak through his testimony, and that people will get to know you a little bit more through his story, that people will become closer to you and want to be closer to you, and that they will leave differently than when they came in, God. We love you so much. We give you this podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Think back to your last doctor's visit. Was it rushed? Did your doctor pay attention? Could you remember the names, dose, and reason that you take your medications? Doctors are too busy, medications are confusing, and medical records do not communicate. This leaves you at risk. The Nomi ID is a wallet card and key fob that connects to your personal health record. Simply tap or scan your Nomi ID with a smartphone to instantly and safely access your health information anytime, anywhere, and in any situation. Get your very own Nomi ID today at thenomiid.com. Song and Verse Ministries celebrates the art of music, recognizing that God's influence and design can be found in the souls of all humanity. His creation. Through their podcast, blog, and other endeavors, they strive to bring His Word to life through reflection, discussion, discernment, and the music itself. Listen to their podcast on YouTube today by searching Song Verse Ministries. Brian, it's so great to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Have you had a great holiday season? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. A little, little slower than normal, but yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And what's the weather like in North Carolina today or during this season? For us, it is, is rather cold, but, you know, it's still, it's in the 30s. Mm, okay. No snow? No, no. No. Unfortunately. Okay. I'm originally from, from Northwest Missouri, and it's snowing a ton there. My family has a bunch of snow on the ground, and so it was a white Christmas for them. Oh, wow. All right. Well, Brian, again, great to have you here today. And you are here today. We're going to talk about your business, Impact Martial Arts Academy. Uh, Impact Defense is is kind of the portion, that's the online portion, is the self-defense stuff that we do. We do have a martial arts academy on the side, um, but actually the Impact Defense is kind of that main thing, especially with online and stuff like that. Mm, okay. 
Great. And how long have you been doing this, Brian? 17 years. All right. Well, before we get into this, before we get into the business side of things and what you're doing with that, I want to ask you to share just a little bit about your testimony, your story with us, so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Uh, well, I was very blessed to grow up in a Christian home. Um, uh, I have parents that are both very good role models in the faith. Um, I was saved at the age of 12. We had um, It was just a point where I came to the realization that uh, just just being a good person is not enough, and you know you actually need Jesus uh, because our righteousness doesn't get us anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And how long have you been a Christian, Brian? How many years? Uh, that would be twenty-eight years now. Twenty-eight years. Okay. And how do you think your life has been different since giving your life to Christ? What are some things that maybe life was easier for you, or maybe it's not always easy? The Christian life isn't always a bed of roses. But what do you think has been the biggest change? Yeah, be it that I gave my life to Christ at 12, there was not a tremendous difference. Um, but then again, there's also that whole thing of not trying to do everything on my own. You really kind of, that growing in the faith to know that uh, God is there. He really, truly is there. Um, and I think that's just kind of a progress thing throughout my life, more than so much of a immediate change in that moment. Okay. And, and Brian, can you tell us a little bit more about your family? Uh, yes, sir. I've been married for actually 20, my wife and I just, just passed our 21 year anniversary. And congratulations. Um, we, yes, we, um, we got married when I was 19 years old and, um, I just had a, a, an absolute wonderful marriage. I, I thank God for that every, every single day. Um, and then we were blessed with our daughter and, uh, she's been, Alongside us and in, in, in everything that we're doing, we homeschool her and she's uh she's a big part of of what we do and she's she's very much so involved as well. And with your impact defense, is she a part of that as well? Are you training her in ways to protect herself as a father? Oh yes. Yes. Wow. And she she's she's done some other stuff in her life. She she did dance for a little while, she did some other stuff, but um <clears throat> actually for, for her, once she got that first big trophy in martial arts she never looked back. And then uh, when we really started doing the defense part and the self-defense stuff and the seminars, uh, she is heavily involved. She loves working with the smaller kids when we do abduction prevention type stuff. Uh, she She's always there. She loves doing that type of stuff. Very cool. Very cool. My little sisters, they have been in dance and stuff, but I can't imagine them being in like a karate class or martial arts. That would be so amazing. I never experienced anything like that growing up, but I could just imagine what that could do for a child if they know that they could protect themselves in a way like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of led you into this field of self-defense? Well, for me, um, and my mother loves to tell the story that that I was just obsessed with martial arts and everything um, from a very, very small child. Uh, and, and I never really had the opportunity to do it. And shortly after my wife and I got married, I actually joined a, like a traditional type of martial arts class. Um, I was very blessed. The fact that the, the guy that was the instructor was not a ultra traditionalist. He actually cared about like serious, real self-defense and kind of led us down that path. And after I actually, he ended up being called the to preach and he just kind of handed me the school <laughs> and uh so I, I 
took off and ran with that for a while. And then I started getting some training from some um, reality-based self-defense guys. And eventually myself, I started, you know, doing some mixed martial arts stuff and just kind of the path just wound around where the point where I looked around and realized that a lot of people really, really do not understand how to defend themselves. And it became a very big passion of mine to try to get that kind of information out there to the general public. Yeah. And I see some of the things you do here is you, you teach and train security teams at churches, organizations, groups, and other things like that to help people be prepared. I know that not in 2020 necessarily, but in, in the past several years, we've had some problems inside of churches for safety. And mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of churches that are taking that prevention. And I think this is a huge ministry opportunity. Yeah, that's actually become a, um, a little bit of a ministry portion for our business. We are able to get into a church. Um, like when we we do group seminars and we do group things, uh, courses and stuff like that, we charge for them. But when we do something for a church like that, um, I'll go to a church and basically just either the guys that are on this team will pass the hat around or, you know, the church will just give us a donation. I never ask for any particular amount. Mm-hmm. We just go in and they give us what they, whatever they feel like the, you know, they can do. And, uh, I don't want a church's financial ability to keep them from being able to get like really good training. So we'll go in and we'll, we'll train to help set up their security team. Or if they already have a security team, we'll give them some training or some active shooter type stuff or anything along those lines. Yeah, that's a good point. And what do you think is the biggest thing that we could do to be prepared in a situation like this, just as an outsider, maybe not a part of the security team, but as just a member of the church, what's something that they could do to protect themselves? Awareness. Um, We preach awareness constantly with this kind of stuff. Uh, If you can be aware of your surroundings and pay attention, you kind of, in a church setting, you just want to look for outlier type of things, something that doesn't normally belong in that situation. And, you know, in a church setting, you always want to welcome people. You have to be loving. Um, and we should be as Christians, we, we have to be loving to others. So you can't go up to someone. And every time I teach one, I have to explain this to guys. You, you can't just go up to someone and be rude to someone. We still love them in Christ. So you need to go up there and just kind of make yourself known and speak to them. A lot of times if someone is actually up to no good instead of just visiting, um, then they will get out of there once they realize they are noticed and they are known. Um, On the contrary, though, when it's someone that actually is there because they need to be there, um, then that attention is good. So either way, that's really the best thing to do. Yeah, being aware because we can kind of notice when some things are different or something is odd. We kind of get that feeling or that sense, but we don't always see those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how about your personal advice for someone in the public? If they're walking down the street or maybe a child walking home from school, what would be some advice for a parent to tell their children? Of course, don't take candy from strangers is that common one, but (laughs) on the self-defense side, what would you say? Uh, Again, it really all goes back to awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, too many people walk around with their noses in their phones. Yes. Uh, they're not really paying attention to things that are going on. And then when they do see something that they, they think, oh, that's, I don't really like that. Um, they try to ignore it and just kind of go on anyway, when really you should be willing to give a situation a little bigger, um, 
go around that situation a little more. Um, give it some room because uh, sometimes people might be in a situation they feel com- they don't feel uncomfortable, but they feel like, well, you know, I need to be nice in this situation or, you know, I just stop worrying. It'll probably be okay. And that's usually how people end up messing up. And you would say that's probably the biggest mistake that we make in regards to our safety? Yes. Awareness is still probably, no matter what context, awareness is going to be or lack thereof is going to be the biggest thing. Um, Another thing is just making sure that like, and I I I say this at every seminar, especially the women's self-defense seminars that we do. If you will walk around with a purpose, even if you don't have confidence, then Mm -hmm. most people around either not paying attention or walking around like you are um, scared or, you know, just kind of low in confidence, then the chances of you being selected as a target is much, much higher. Hmm. Wow. I didn't consider that. And I'm thinking from my personal experience, of course, I'm a male and maybe it's a little more difficult to be a target. I don't know the statistics on that. You probably do. But for me living in a foreign country as an American here in Brazil, there's many times when when I feel like the target, right? When when people are looking at me, right, oh, gringo, right. gringo, gringo, come here, <laughs> you know, and they they want something or they want to talk to me. And there's times when I have to just put my nose down and pretend like I didn't hear them or, you know, yeah. just situations like that. But at the same time, I'm a missionary. It's a, it's a purpose to be here, to talk with people who need right. love, who need Christ. And so I have to find that middle ground where I can read the situation good enough to talk to them if I need to. If not, you know, stay away. Dangerous. There's dangerous places here right. for sure. So, yeah. Well, even if you're even if you're like in Walmart parking lot or something, mm-hmm. you know, here in the states, if you are, you know, walking around not paying attention, you may end up being a target. Uh, it doesn't matter, male, female, mm, anything, okay. because you know, males and females and children, they might be targets for different reasons, but they're still are selected as targets for something, you know, be it muggings or, or yeah. abductions or anything. Uh, it's it's just keep that awareness up, pay attention to what's going on around you and walk around like you can take care of yourself and you have a less likely, a lot less likely to be uh, selected anyway. Mm-hmm. And you started a podcast called Impact Defense. And can you tell us a little bit more about this podcast? When did you start releasing episodes? Um, well, we, we not long ago. Um, this year has forced us to to look into doing things differently. Um, and one good thing that came out of the year was, as I looked around, my goal has been to get self-defense information out there to people. And really before everything went on with COVID, it was all through seminars and I would travel places and teach and, you know, or have seminars in our town or whatever. Um, but that was the extent of it. And this year that caused us to kind of look around and go, well, we we still need to get this information out. This is something I feel called to do. Um, so first thing we did was start, you know, pushing our Facebook page and that grew. And then we said, well, let's let's like start a YouTube channel. So we started doing that and uh, that didn't grow quite as much. But, you know, it's it's moving slowly. And uh, the, the podcast thing was just kind of in the back of my mind. So uh, I have a, a young lady who. Um, who helps us with a lot of these things. And we were talking about it one day and I just asked her, I said, what do you think about us starting a podcast? And she said, Hey, let's do it. So we just jumped right in and started doing the podcast. And um, kind of the whole goal of that is a lot of this 
what we call soft skills, the mental skills, uh, your mindset, awareness, your verbal skills, that type of stuff. That's kind of the whole point of that podcast. Okay. And with your YouTube, what kind of stuff are you doing? Are you doing like what I imagine it is you showing how to protect yourself in a physical way with like an instructor or someone else? Is that kind of the, the idea? Yes, for the most part. We do have our um, the video versions of our podcast on there as well, but there's a lot of it is purely the like techniques, like how do you deal with this situation? How do you deal with this situation kind of stuff on YouTube? Man, I would watch that because it's important. And maybe you think that you, yeah. you're like you said, everybody can be a target. And I can think, oh, I'm strong enough. I'm tall enough. I'm not going to be a target. But we never know. You know, there's times right. when we're, we're vulnerable. And actually, it's really cool. This morning, I was reading my devotions and I was reading through Judges and it's talking about Gideon and his army. They had their shield in their arm. And they bent down to get the water with one hand and they're always being ready. And that's the thing of the vigilance is the story. That's the the important thing that I got from that today. Always being prepared. We're always fighting a battle. The enemy could have came. The Midianites could have came and they could have been have a surprise attack. But those who passed the test were ready. Mm-hmm. All right. And with your podcast, what are some of the things that you're sharing? You said that your YouTube is a more of a technique and so your episodes on your podcast, yeah. it's a video podcast, yeah. correct? That's what you said? Uh, well, the, there is a video element. We're also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and any other podcast as well. Um, really, so far, there is um, only five episodes that have come out. One comes out every Monday. But we just we just look at self-defense from all kinds of different perspectives. Um, I also want to promote how to find your YouTube, how to find your episodes. So what are some ways that we can find your content? Uh, if you on your podcast catcher, just look up Impact Defense Podcast uh, on YouTube. Um, just search Impact Defense. Uh, you can find everything from our central hub of our website at impactdefense.online. Okay, I'll put all those links below as well. And actually, I'm currently working on something. I thought I would go ahead and let you know the listeners of this podcast know. Uh, it's going to be a free course where we're putting together something for, for people that is, we call it a roadmap to self-defense. And what we're doing is trying to put together a lot of free information. You can find that at impactdefense.online dot online slash roadmap. Okay, great. All right. Is there anything else, Brian, that you would like to share with our listeners today? Maybe the biggest thing you've learned through self-defense or the one tip that you give outside of being aware? <laughs> uh, awareness is usually the tip. <laughs> that's that it. Okay. I always go to just the one that's going to kind of keep people the safest most of the time. Uh, the other thing is just I, I, I encourage people outside of being aware, to actually try to do something. You don't have to go out there and do everything. And on that roadmap thing, what we're doing is we're laying out the mental skills, the physical skills, everything, kind of a track for you to follow to get a good understanding. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks again, Brad, for being a part of the show today. If there's anything else you want to say, or if not, you can just go ahead and end the podcast with a prayer. I would really appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. God, I thank you for this day and all you've given us. I do just ask that you'll be with us and help us, God. I ask that you help us to, to just get through these times that we are in. And I just ask you help us to stay safe. And I just ask that you will help us to grow closer to you each and every single day. 
In your wonderful name I pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.